It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, signs of hope. Some progress being made in storm-ravaged Florida. Electricity restored to nearly 2 million customers. And stories emerging of heroes rescuing survivors. This is what we trained for. This is why we joined. Meantime, Al is tracking the remnants of the storm still soaking millions this morning. The full forecast just ahead. Then, close to home, we check in with the Home Edit's Clea Shearer about her breast cancer journey, how she's been sharing every step along the way with the help of a very special community rallying to support her. Everyone in your life wants to help, but there's nothing quite like someone who's actually been through it or going through it at the same time. We'll bring them together to meet face-to-face for the first time just ahead. And royal plot twist. Jenna reveals this month's selection for her book club, and we've got a special surprise that could just be their crowning achievement. Today, Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Shout out to our hometowns in Mitchell and Bedford in Indiana. Three generations on the plaza. From Homewood, Alabama. Visiting from Fitchburg, Wisconsin. Here with my mom from Chandler, Arizona on her bucket list trip to the Today Show. From Bismarck, North Dakota. I brought my mom to New York because I've been watching the show for over 40 years. Hi to my sister. Watching in Houston, Texas. Love you, Faye. We drove 200 miles from Pennsylvania to celebrate Nurse Teresa's 35 years at NBC. Nurse Nurse, Nurse Teresa, Teresa. Wow. 35 years oh, at wow. NBC. We love Nurse Teresa. She's a legend. Wow, the Brooke, best. Welcome Brooke back. Could you scream that? Absolutely. The best. I love Nurse Teresa. Oh, oh my gosh. She and I have been to. We, she's been my health person yeah. forever. At NBC since oh. I started. She goes wow. to the Olympics. She's, she's the our go-to person. Huh. Uh, we're gonna huh. get to all that yeah. in a little bit. But first, let's get to our news at eight o'clock. There are some signs of progress in hurricane-ravaged parts of Florida. More people being rescued. More people have some power back, but there are still others who are not able to reach their homes and the death toll has risen to more than 100. NBC Sam Brock joins us with the very latest from Fort Myers Beach. Hey, Sam, good morning. Good morning. The death toll right now at 106 and counting half of those deceased here in Lee County. And you see the extent of the damage right now, 3,500 structures in Fort Myers Beach. A lot of them look just like this, which is to say they're not only uninhabitable, but just piles of rubble. You have boats stacked up inside of a marina here. Officials, search and rescue crews have to go in there and pull off layers, peel them back layer by layer to look for void spaces within the void spaces to see if there could be people, Hoda. And just to give you another visual as to how stunning this all is, the might of Mother Nature. That is a hangar that was built just six months ago. It is crumpled like an accordion, the top of it torn off like a piece of aluminum foil. This evidence sparking more conversations right now about evacuation orders when they came out in Lee County initially Tuesday morning. It expanded throughout the course of the day. Interesting bedfellows right now. You have Governor DeSantis, Lee County officials, and also FEMA's administrator all saying the same thing, that 72 hours out from the storm, Hoda, and there was at that point no indication the cone was going to Fort Myers. Even 48 hours out, Fort Myers was only on the periphery. So we're hearing that, also learning more about the electrical issues right now. Fast-track timeline for those living here in Lee County. It's now under 50% of the people with no power. I spoke with the chairman and CEO of FPL, Florida Power and Light. It's the largest utility in the country. They are now saying they believe that most of those power sources will be back up and running by Friday, except, of course, for the homes and businesses where the infrastructure is just so damaged, it's going to be impossible to get power back to places like this. 
Hold it back to uh, you. That would be a, a feat there. All right, uh, Sam, th- thanks so much. And the remnants of Ian are still causing flooding up and down the East Coast. Heavy rain and wind combined with high tides flooding some streets in Ocean City, New Jersey last night. Police had to help drivers whose cars stalled out in the high water. That area remains under a coastal flooding and high tide advisory today. And Al's got a closer look at what to expect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys. So right now we don't have any steering currents to kick this thing out. So it's sitting just off the Delmarva Peninsula and spinning that wet weather in, bringing in raw winds off the off the ocean. And you see wind chills. It feels like 43 in New York City. Same in Philadelphia. Feels like 42 degrees in Winchester, 44 in Scranton. And the problem is it's not going anywhere for the next 48 hours So 24 hours. I should say 16 million people at risk, one to two feet of inundation, flooded streets, damaged properties, anywhere from one to three inches or more, especially as you get into parts of eastern New England. And we're also watching now down in the Atlantic, these two areas of possible development, 92L, and then this one, the Windward Islands, that's the one we're most worried about. If we put the spaghetti plots into motion, you can see heading just past south of Jamaica. So we're going to continue to watch this extremely closely. Guys. All right. I will come back to you in just a few moments. Turning overseas now, Russian forces launched new missile strikes at cities in Ukraine overnight, even as Ukrainian forces pushed deeper into territory illegally annexed by Russia. Ukrainian troops reclaimed a half dozen villages yesterday, and they surveyed the military vehicles and ammunition left behind by fleeing Russian troops. Meanwhile, Tesla founder Elon Musk appears to have angered Ukraine's President Zelensky by tweeting his own unsolicited peace plan and asking his 100 million Twitter followers to vote on it. Back here, a judge has agreed to delay the sentencing of Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes so that she can have a hearing this month in her bid for a new trial. Holmes was convicted of wire fraud and conspiracy for misleading customers and investors with her failed blood testing company. Her attorneys will argue that prosecutors manipulated testimony from a key witness against her. Holmes was found guilty on four counts and each carries a maximum of 20 years in prison. Well, still ahead, guys, we've got Popstar, the new Black Panther trailer, getting fans even more excited and what it's revealing about the world's next superhero. Plus, our inspiring conversation with the Home Edit's Clea Shearer on connecting with an online community of women facing their breast cancer journeys together. We were there when they got to meet in person for the first time, a special moment that you'll want to see right after this. We are back 812 with Pink Power today, our special series for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And this morning, this morning we're checking in with our friend Clea Shear. Yeah, the Home Edit co-founder was diagnosed with breast cancer earlier this year, and she has decided to share every step in her journey, including her recent milestone of finishing chemo. Yeah, throughout it all, though, guys, there's been a group of women she's been leaning on. They talk every day but they had never met face-to-face until two days ago. They're amazing women. They all came together from all across the country for a very special conversation. Look, always yeah. oh, are so accessible. Oh. Clea Shearer finds joy in being a helper. Will you guys help me? I, I uh, can't get up there fast yes. enough. Like, show us the closet. Yeah, okay, let's figure it out. <laughs> She's created a career out of it, taking on clutter and organizing people's lives as one half of the home edit team. Hey, guys. Um, so by now, you probably read or heard um, that I have breast cancer. 
But after she shared her breast cancer diagnosis earlier this year, Clea found herself asking for help from those who personally knew the fight she was facing. As you're going through something so brutal like chemo, everyone in your life wants to help, but there's nothing quite like someone who's actually been through it or going through it at the same time. A friend connected her to Maria Boschetti, a three-time breast cancer survivor who lives in California with her husband. The 42-year-old who works in public relations was first diagnosed when she was just 25. She's taken so many copious notes. So if I just say, if I whip out any side effects, she's like, boop, 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 page eight. She's like, you'll get over that real soon. Amy Jethwa was 42 years old when she found a lump while on vacation with her boyfriend. The biotech sales account manager diagnosed with breast cancer just weeks after Clea. Their mutual friend passed along Clea's number to Amy, who lived hundreds of miles away in New Jersey. These are strangers, people you've never met. I've never met them. Just on text. Hey, well, girl. Yes, literally. <laughs> and I, there are some of you know these women I talk to every day, if not every day, every week. And you know, just to check in, they're like my dear close friends. A community connected through tough times. Dear friends who have never met meeting up in person for the first time. Well, I think it's a good time to meet them because it's fun to text, but it's more fun to see people in person. Ah! Oh my God. I can't believe we get to actually I know you're real. You're real. You're real. <laughs> oh my so God. good to see you. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dying. You're so tall. This is so cool in this moment to be I can't sitting believe here. It. I know. First of all, <laughs> you guys haven't met in person yet. No. You, but you oh know each God. other intimately. What did you think, Maria, when you first started <laughs> connecting with Clea? I was shocked that she was so positive, right? Because it's a terrifying time in your life. You were wanting to talk about it. You had questions, but also you were wanting to help others. Others like Amy. I reached out to you during your fourth AC yeah. when you felt really horrible and yeah. she was so available to me. Like that was really overwhelming to me because I was about to start my chemo journey. Did that make you scared or did that make you prepared? I was so grateful for how open you were and how honest you were about things because if this is what's going to happen to me, then this is what's going to happen. I wound up having a very different reaction with my friend. I know. I was like, so sorry. I scared you. Right. Oh, you were great. like, I'm cool. Great. She was like, fine. Yeah. Meanwhile, this whole time I was like, guys, brace yourself. It's yeah. going to be like aches everywhere. Clea's openness about her hair loss empowering Amy as she started to lose her own. I told my boyfriend, I'm like, just shave it. Like, we're, we're, we can do this. We wow. can take this head on and kind of whatever parts of the journey you can own. You know, I that's something I got from you. That's important. That's something you got from Clea? Yeah. What, what is that? Like owning what you can in the journey. Were you reluctant, Clea? Because there are parts that you want to share and then there are parts you want to keep. Mm. But it sounds like you were very... Oh, I don't keep much to myself. You don't? No. <laughs> You know me. I am a barrier soul kind yeah. of girl. Not only did I um, tell everything pretty much to these ladies, but I mean, I would also tell our Instagram followers yeah. what was going on. It made me feel understood, you know, and it's also nice to not feel like an anomaly. When you're having a crummy day, you need someone who, who gets it. How important has that been, Maria, to have that? So important. I, you know, I was so young the first time I was diagnosed, and I didn't have anybody to talk to. You don't process those emotions when you don't have someone to talk to or ask questions and that friendship. And now, you know, I was just texting Clea last night. I feel like you are this light of sunshine that's even bringing the last eight years back in me. I'm sorry about that. By the way, <laughs> don't make me cry. I'm not a pretty but crier. That's, but that's so beautiful. That's a really important point. Yeah. It, like, because yeah. sometimes feelings lay dormant yes. until someone says, let's unearth those. 
Clea, Maria, and Amy finding strength in each other and finding peace in the small things. Everybody has their spot where they go to when they want to just like cleanse and clear. And y'all are walking in mine. This is Central Park. What's your place, Clea? What do you? What My do you, back porch. Your back porch. I have a chair. I read there. I listen to the rain there. I greet my kids after school there. Uh -huh. I just, it makes me so peaceful. What about for you, Amy? I yeah. have my one bench right on the Hudson. And oh, yeah. that's just so nice, zone out. Do you a meditation, Maria, or anything that like, yes. you're a meditator? Yes, meditation and beach. Meditation and beach. All right, so this is a sisterhood. Yes. This is something that you believe, Clea, is not for this moment. Mm -hmm. It's for life. How do you know? You go through life and certain people enter it for a reason. I consider you one of those people too, Hoda. I don't lose friends, I only make them. So we've been through something really incredible together and also a little earth shattering, yeah. a lot earth shattering. So you're stuck with We're me. stuck with Clea. <laughs> wow. So, so sweet. And by the way, if you wonder if that friendship's real, they're planning a vacation together. Also, Joanna, you know, Clea's partner, was standing in the background the whole time, mm. weeping, Aww. weeping. Like these friendships, the new friendships, her old friendships are all keeping her. And she also said about her hair, she talked about it. She said, it's very kind of peach fuzzy. She says, I'm not sure if I'm going to color it. I think I might just, finally, I'm free mm. of all that stuff. She posted beautiful. this week actually about her, why she, she was wearing a wig to yeah. her kids pick up. Yes. She didn't want to embarrass yes. them. And that was going to make me cry. And then her daughter said, mom, you don't embarrass me. I think you're beautiful. Mm. So she started. Oh, yeah. And you um, took her to your special place yeah. in Central Park when you went through breast cancer. Yeah, that was my spot. It was very calming to me. It's like, you know, there's no green space here, but that was mine. Mm -hmm. So I used to go there and feel very peaceful. And everyone had their little spot where mm -hmm. they felt the warm hand. So it was it was beautiful. I want to say thank you, of course, to Clea. She's amazing. And Maria and Amy. And we also want to thank the Kent. That's that beautiful space in New York. We had a great conversation there. So we want to say thank you. To oh, wow. wonderful. Yeah. So, so weepy wonderful. today. That was wonderful. Oh. That was All right, beautiful. Mr. Roker, take us away. Oh, special. Okay. Guys, well, we are looking at a rainy, windy day here in the northeast parts of New England. Sunshine through the southeast on into the Gulf, where it'll be nice and warm. Even up to the Great Lakes, we're looking at a flood risk through the southwest. We're going to continue to track that. And beautiful sunshine from Seattle to San Diego. Don't forget, if you're heading out the door, head to today's show, Radio Sirius XM Channel 108. But right now... What time is it? It's time of the morning. All right. Carson. We have some good now. stuff for you this okay, morning. We're okay, ready. so we're going to start with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Oh, yes. Yesterday, have you seen this marvel dropped a new trailer for the highly anticipated sequel of course fans have been waiting to see how the franchise will handle the passing of its leading man chadwick boseman well this latest preview giving audiences a closer look at the state of wakanda and teasing the mysterious character stepping into the black panther suit Who's it going to be? We don't know. I mean, we all have our guesses. I'll yeah. tell you what we do know. What? That film's going to make about a billion dollars. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. two first billion. Two weeks. Oh, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. It heads to I theaters so. I so. next month. Who, Wait, who do you think it is? I think it's going to be Michael B. Jordan. I think Killmonger. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yep. I thought right. it was going to be a sister. Yeah, I wondered if anyone think it could right. be a woman. I this, felt like it This could is be. why it's going to make a billion dollars. <laughs> no, and don't tell We're me. We have to reveal it at some point. Yeah. All true. right, well, this is another good one. So next up, The Crown, calling all Prince Harry's. A recently released casting announcement that Netflix is looking for an actor to play the adolescent royal redhead. According to the online note, they're seeking someone with a strong physical appearance, if you guys know anybody, to play Harry from 16 to 20 years old. And that's what's surprising to a lot of people. Apparently, no pre 
previous professional acting oh. experience is required because they want him to really look like him. So if you look like the Duke of Sussex or you know someone, you should throw your hat into the ring. Thank us later. The application closes <laughs> next Friday and filming is scheduled to start in November. So you have to take off from work or something. I don't know. So the clock is ticking. You and you have anybody? to have a posh English accent, too. I mean, but I bet you, you there's somebody who we don't know sure. who this could be the Harry Doppelganger could yes. be. Yes. Sure. Sure. All right. Next up, Paul and Linda McCartney. Yesterday, Rolling Stone co-founder Jan Winter stopped by the Howard Stern Show and revealed how he played matchmaker with one of his magazine's photographers and a young superstar Beatle. I didn't realize, Linda, was you hired her to, to uh, be a Rolling Stone photographer. Mm-hmm. She said, I want to go meet Paul McCartney. I want to photograph One day she said, I want to go cover the Beatles. I said, well, we don't really need to spend the money, you know, sending you to London. To cover. Why do you want to, why do we need more Beatles? So she says, well, I want to meet Paul. I said, okay, you got the assignment. Go. Wow. And then I nice. started getting postcards from her every couple of weeks saying, you know, how she's getting closer. Then finally got one saying, we went out last night and had the most wonderful time. Thank you forever. Oh. How cool is that? And the rest they wow. say is history. That's Jan Winner, by the way. Okay. Wow. So, cool. All right. Next up, Lizzo. We still can't believe this history-making moment from last week when Lizzo was invited by the Library of Congress to play President James Madison's 200-year-old crystal flute. Well, the presidential invites keep coming. Now, Madison's Montpelier estate is asking the Grammy winner to perform at the president's home turn museum in Virginia. Huh. Writing on Instagram, thanks to classically trained singer-songwriter Lizzo, the world had the opportunity to learn about James Madison's crystal flute and hear its beautiful music. They go on to say, we are crossing our fingers that she would consider adding <laughs> us to her schedule, wow. once home to Madison and the now famous crystal flute. So they loved it. It was controversial, cool. but they thought, you know what? That's amazing. Well, it was last night, yeah, right? It was did she phenomenal. Play the, she, played, she puts on she, a phenomenal show. Did she play show. the flute? She played the flute. Oh. She had it on a, on a crystal yeah. stand. I mean, it was yeah. just beautiful. She had the whole place on a cloud. Mm. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we awesome. love it. And we love it when she comes here to today. All right. And finally, the Tonight Show. Last night, Jimmy announced plans for an all-out 80s-themed special Guthrie. featuring guests from retro movie language. hits like oh. The Karate Kid, Flashdance, and Back to the Future. Ooh. Ralph Matu is here tomorrow night. Oh. Jennifer Beals. Hey. Leah Thompson will be here. And we've got a performance from Modern English. They're going to sing I'll Melt With You. Oh. So Jimmy, Steve Higgins, and The Roots, they're going to be dressed in full 80s looks. <laughs> so even cool. giving the set a throwback makeover. Oh, wow. So you can catch the 80s special tonight at 11.35 right cool. here. That's a fun ABC. idea. Well, you can go fun. through all yeah. the decades. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a great idea. Right. Guys, just ahead, Jenna is here to reveal her very special book club pick for the new month and it's got a royal twist. Jenna, give us your royal wave this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> nice. I like that. Hey. Oh. Oh, yeah. Now we're all jamming. 8.30, Tuesday morning. Get your groove on. 4th of October, 2022. Got a good half hour ahead. Jenna's here. She's bouncing. Everybody's just got a little. It's the jewel in your book club crown coming up. I love that pun. You know what? I like when you do your way. By the way, speaking of royalty, Lloyd, Andrew Lloyd Webber is here. We're going to talk about the icon. His legacy, making Phantom Broadway's longest-running show, and he's got a new project um, leading the way on the Great White Way. So we're really excited Can't about wait. that. Very rare we get a uh-huh. Lord in the studio. Yes, yeah. Lord Webber. Lord uh-huh. Webber. Uh, then after that, 
Uh, nachos. There's quite the transition. Uh, nachos, not just for football Sunday, folks. No, no. Jocelyn Delk Adams is here with a special. That's lady, Jocelyn. <laughs> She's got a special twist for a little weeknight meal inspiration Yum. for your family. We'll take it. Ahead on the third hour, we are on the job with a flavor guru who makes a living tasting and creating ice cream. What? Her greatest Yum. hits and the flavors that didn't make it to the freezer section. You want to know the flavors that didn't make the cut? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. And we'll I want that know. job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, coming up to Tomorrow, we're going to reveal the best sleep products. Mm. According to our friends at Consumer Reports, the big winners that can help us all rest easy. That's going to be a good one. Okay, okay, let's get a check of the weather. All right, let's start off with today. We're looking at a lot of wet weather here in the Northeast. Uh, we've got some wet weather also making its way down through Texas and some showers out in the Pacific Northwest. No, sir. We're talking sunshine the whole freaking day. Flood risk in the Southwest. We're looking at a beautiful day. Mild Midwest conditions and the rain will linger here in the Northeast. And that is your latest weather, guys. All right, Al, it's October, and trust us, you do not want to miss Jenna's newest book club pick. Let's just say it's got a royal stamp of approval. (laughs) Should we tell what it is? Not yet. One minute. But first, this is today (laughs) on NBC. Let's go, let's go. We're back with Rude with Jenna. We're ready to reveal this month's book club pick. And this one, Miss Hager, is extra special. Oh, it really is. I'm so excited to share October selection with you. Are y'all ready? Yes, yes. we're ready. Okay, it is The Whalebone Theater by Joanna Quinn. This is a joint selection with Read with Jenna and the Queen Consort, Camilla. Will you pause oh, for a second? Wait what? wait, what? I know. That's it's cool. very exciting. So she has, you may not know, but she has her own book club, The Reading Room. So we join forces to select this incredible debut novel for our beloved readers on both sides of the pond. Wow. And Her Majesty invited me and Joanna to Dumfries House in Scotland for a very special conversation. Wait. The Dumfries House is a beautiful Scotland escape for their majesties, the king and queen consort. It's a property the king bought in 2007 to restore for the people of this area. Joanna Quinn and I were invited here by Her Majesty, the queen consort, to celebrate our joint book club pick, The Whalebone Theatre. In your wildest dreams, could you ever have imagined this? No, it's, just, it's really like some kind of strange dream that I've woken up and find myself in a house like this with royal people. Yeah, it's unimaginable. In March, this first-time author got a call from palace representatives that would change her life. I heard that in between homeschooling and doing laundry, you got the call that your book was going to be chosen. I was at home with my daughter surrounded by the usual chaos of (laughs) packed lunches and wet washing and all of that sort of thing. And I I think I held it together during the call and it was quite calm. But afterwards, I just rang my sister and just sort of made weird noises (laughs) down the phone at her. Was she worried about you? She was a bit, I think. And then she she swore quite a lot back at me in surprise. (laughs) Then we just made weird noises together. So... Quinn now joins fellow authors in The Reading Room, a book club started by Her Majesty the Queen Consort Camilla in 2021. It's a place where the Queen can share her love of literature and her favorite books with fellow book lovers around the United Kingdom. What has The Reading Room been like in the UK? It started in lockdown. I think when people got more into reading books again. And for me, I read a lot with my daughter, which was really lovely to have more time to do that. 
anything that I think brings people together over books is a good thing because mm. it's just it's a good conversation, isn't it? You can always break the ice of people, talk to them about what books they love. One of the books both Her Majesty and I love is Joanna's debut novel. Joanna is a single mother and creative writing teacher who wrote the Whalebone Theatre in her spare time. I just really went for it. Yes. Um, I don't know that I really produced nutritious meals for my child in that time at all. There was a lot of toast. Um, but sort of as soon as she was in bed, I was on my laptop typing away. So you homeschooled by day and wrote by night. Yeah, that was it. It's a novel that takes place in an English manor during World War II. Like this estate, the Whalebone Theater stirs the imagination and takes you to a magical place. And I have to say, walking through it, I mean, it reminded me a little bit of the Whalebone Theater. Yeah, it was a bit like being in my book, yes. which, was, which was very strange. We're living a movie. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Wow. It was very cool. Joanna is an incredible writer. This book is epic. I mean, it is an incredible read. Imagine mm. getting the call. Yeah. You're ma- doing laundry yes. for your child in the middle of lockdown, and you get a call that the, the future queen, the queen consort, yeah. is going to choose your book wow. for a beloved reading room. By the way, the Dumfries house yeah. mm-hmm. is very cool. The, the king and queen consort purchased it redid it, and then gave it back to the people of Scotland. Oh. So while we were walking there, there was a mom walking with her baby, and and, and she Just said... Just open for everybody. I've heard that, that the prince then, yeah. Prince Charles, is here. Oh. And, and he was, and it's very cool. I don't think people know about, about their generosity. How cool. Is yeah. a queen consort, Camilla, is a bookworm like you. She loves royals. They're just like That's us. Cool. She <laughs> loves to read. So check out the reading room on Instagram. It has some incredible pics. Mm-hmm. She just announced her first season, which includes this. That That's is awesome. great choice. What an honor, Whalebone. Jenna. That's and cool, Jenna. Cool. Beautiful spot, too. Uh-huh. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. For, and for more on the Whalebone Theater and the Royal Reading Room, you can go to today.com slash read with Jenna or follow us on Instagram. The story well, about her story right. was just fantastic. Wow. Really cool. I'm glad you were into it. Yeah, I actually was. <laughs> All right, coming up next, Broadway icon Andrew Lloyd Webber is here on closing one historic door on the Great White Way only to open another. But first, this is Today on NBC. Uh-huh. Well, we are back with the man, the myth, the legend, the Lord, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Nominated for 23 competitive Tony Awards. He's won six, as well as a special Tony for Lifetime Achievement. Add in his Grammys, his Oscar, the Emmy. <laughs> we got a member of the exclusive EGOT Club in our studio. Uh, Lord Webber, it's so good yeah. to have you here well, with us. It's nice to see you. And I should mention your special guest, Lenady uh, Hanau. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, first of all, before we talk about Bad Cinderella, mm-hmm. which we're already in with the title alone. Um, Phantom. It's been, uh, you know, in, uh, in the Great White Way all these decades. 1979, yes, and the yeah. Final, yeah. the final night is next next year. Next year, the and, and well, middle of February. Um, yes. After all of that time, I mean, uh, it's it's a, such a wonderful production. You know, I shall be sad that night, but um, you know, um, we've had a fantastic innings. And you know, what the great thing about it is, is that you know, I think it was Hal Prince's masterpiece mm-hmm. uh, as a production. I don't think we'll ever see anything quite like that mm. uh, again. Well, at least I probably won't. And it's got a 28-piece orchestra. You see, it's a huge, great show to run. It's, um, it's hardly yeah, Broadway yeah, without yeah. it. Yeah. But luckily, you're still there. Oh, well, yeah, we, you know, not getting away yet until I'm thrown out. <laughs> well, one door shuts, another door opens. We have Bad Cinderella. What can we expect from this show? Well, it's written by Emerald Fennell, uh, who wrote Promising Young Woman. Uh-huh. And so it's not exactly a conventional take on the Cinderella story. <laughs> it's really actually about why you should always be yourself and not to change yourself to be what you think other people want you to be. 
Um, I love that. And, and that's the, um, we have the wonderful Lynn A.D., who um, I, I've heard the, you know, they're obviously quite big chunks of the show with yeah. her already. Yeah. And um, I have to say, I'm really excited. How do you feel, Lynn A.D.? Are you excited to take on this role? <laughs> yeah, it's beyond yeah, my, my wildest dreams. dreams. Still, Still pinching myself <laughs> and honored to work with I mean, this originating is, this role on Broadway. That's really cool. Buy yeah. your tickets now. Come into Broadway, Bad Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, both of you, for being here. We appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks. And we'll send it over to Craig. That was a treat. Thank you. Uh, three words for you now, though. Tortilla chip casserole. Jocelyn Delk Adams is going to show us how to make this magic. But first, this is today on NBC. back with our Today Table series sponsored by Walmart. Joining us this morning, Jocelyn Delk Adams, founder of Grand Baby Cakes, also the author of Everyday Grand, which, oh, by the way, is available for pre-order as we speak. Sure is. And <laughs> Jocelyn is here to share her spin on a classic and easy weeknight dish, the casserole. And to cook along with us, all you have to do is scan that QR code to order the ingredients with just one click, you select add ingredients to cart, and then you schedule a pickup or delivery. It's that easy, almost as easy as making the dish itself. Yep. Welcome back. And you're going to help me. I am going I am <laughs> going to help this morning. So tortilla chip casserole could not be easier. Tortilla you can get the kids involved. Casserole. You can even do this, okay? Because I know you can be, <laughs> I know you can be cooking challenge. So we're going to get True. this together. So to start, I'm going to show you how we're going to dice up these like bell peppers, okay. right? You're going to get these strips just kind of get them together really easily, and then just go down to create like these small little dices, okay. right? Really easy. Just gather them all up and that's all you Even I can do that, Josh. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. Yeah. See, you're okay. winning already. So we're going to start on our meat mixture. I've got some ground beef here. going to add this to some olive oil. You hear that nice sizzle. And I assume you could easily swap that out with turkey or yep, you can even ground turkey, chicken. Even ground chicken. <laughs> okay. Yep, whatever you got is fine. And then I'm going to add in our bell pepper here. And then can you add in that diced onion yes, and some garlic yes, for me? So that's it. That's pretty that's simple it. so far. So, yeah, you got to start cooking this down. You're going to brown it. How much garlic is that? Uh, I mean, hey, I love garlic. Okay. All right, add it in, all right? Oh, yes, ma'am. Add as much as you want in there. And then this is when we get into the flavors. Like, we're going to add in two salsas. So if you have Taco Tuesday tonight, of course, you yes. might have some leftover salsas. Mm -hmm. Add in the red and the green. That's going to give us ample flavor like here. chunky one, Josh? Yeah, like you can grab the chunky yeah, for that chunky. texture. Yeah. You take so your good. salsa seriously, there. I do. <laughs> you can't play around with salsa, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna add in this salsa, and then we're gonna add in some taco seasoning. So just store bought taco store seasoning. Store bought. Wow. Get it in the little Easy. packet and just toss it all together with some chicken stock. Chicken stock. What's oh, the word, Al? It's very good. Mm. So, really so good. yummy, right? Oh yummy. my gosh! So you're gonna cook this together. This is our swap. Hello, the magic of that. TV. Okay. Yep, looks really good. You're gonna let that kind of thicken up into this, and then we're gonna start adding in our additional texture. We've got is that cream of mushroom? It is. Oh, I love that. I know. It it's makes it so creamy. For everything. You throw it that. into everything. We throw mushroom it into soup? everything at my home. Yeah. Everything. Oh, mushroom, mushroom soup. soup. Oh, yeah. Just oh, yeah. throw it into everything. Wow. It makes everything so much better. Why do you like it so much? What's so it's so creamy. It adds so much richness along with like the sour cream in this. It mm -hmm. really Umami. makes that texture so great. Yeah. And I love anything with mushroom too. We're going to add in some black beans okay. too. Grab that, add that in, and of course the sour cream I was talking about. Mm -hmm. 
throw that in too for that extra richness and that tang. And this then we're going like to add in some Mexican cheese. cheese yep, get that in there. Right. And we're going to stir that together. Okay. Oh, and then this is when you get the kids involved or mm-hmm. you can get rid of like your morning aggression. I'm going to have you like, <laughs> and I'll just go for oh, it. And yeah, then, you know, you oh, get that get out. The kids. Get the kids. I know. He's like, I'm taking that over. Yeah. Right. You're going to crunch oh, that so this together. Is cool. This goes in the pan. Goes in. And you then can, you build it. Yeah. And then you just start building it. And this yeah. is where we get into our casserole. It's almost like a lasagna. You're going to just layer it up. Oh. Mm. The oh, bottom that's... layer is Doritos or whatever yeah. corn chip is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, can you can use do the Frito. cheesy ones. Fritos. Mm. Fritos. Mm. Like whatever yeah. your faves hot. are. Yeah. The flaming Hot. Mm. You know, get oh, some like spice that. in there. Like whatever you love. Like you can really adapt this and make this into whatever this really you like. Good. It's almost yeah. like a layered dip. Yeah, it is. And like you bake it off and you get all those Textured to get the crunch. Oh, it's you get so that yummy. Creaminess. How long do you bake it? About 30 minutes. Okay. And then you're going to add some cheese on top. Don't add the cheese at the beginning and put the foil over it because it'll, it'll stick, stick to, to the foil. foil. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So do it. Take the foil off and then great. just add the cheese and then let it get all bubbly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it comes it's out. So I'm going to taste it. Yeah, Tell oh us about this new cookbook. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's called Everyday Grand, yeah. and it's all about just mm-hmm. loving and enjoying every single moment of life. So like, great. I wanted to just make a book that just made everyone happy, mm-hmm. right? Finding so much joy and just beyond just holidays, like, you got a yeah. good hair yeah. day, celebrate. celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. The book great. is hey, terrific. Ooh, that's good. I think Al endorsed it. I was so grateful to him. Awesome. I mean, like, hey, you changed the tire, celebrate. That's good. I Your four year old's going to love this. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. Thank it's you, so good. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, love thank it. you again. You can buy the ingredients in this recipe from our sponsor, Walmart, by scanning that QR code right beneath Mr. Roker there on your screen, or you can head to today.com slash. Today table. And just a reminder, today does earn a commission from purchases made through links on our website. Right. We're back. This is really good. With our third yeah. and our fourth hours, Jenna and Hoda are going to spend some time with Reese Witherspoon. It'll be fun. Oh, All right. Yeah. Jump here. Yeah. But first, these messages. Yeah. We're talking about it. <laughs> 